Welcome back into the Scoop on Life. It is Chase here. So glad you are joining us uh, for this new episode. And today we have Phil and Candace Moser uh, on with us. Phil, the pastor at Redeemer Church in Oxford. We've had Phil on before. We're excited to have Candace join us as well today. We're going to discuss really a a very important topic, uh, and that is gender. And what does gender have to do with life? Uh, what does the, the Bible say? How does it relate to the gospel? We're going to cover all those in this uh, two-part episode. So this is part one of our conversation on gender with Phil and Candace Moser. So first, uh, Phil, uh, just let's talk about what does gender have to do with life? Why is this important when it comes to life? Yeah, um, you know, I think uh, I never really made the connection between um, what you consider sanctity of life issues and gender uh, until recently. Um, and I just from the get-go want to recommend uh, the book by Kevin DeYoung, Men and Women in the Church. Um, it's, it's a great resource that uh, lays out the biblical uh, design of God for men and, men and women, how that applies in different areas of life. But um, something that he says at the very, very beginning of the book, um, which was so helpful to me, is uh, he says, is there any one aspect of human life that has affected every other aspect of human life more than being male or female? Uh, while my life's certainly not reducible to being a man, everything about my life is shaped by the fact that I am male, not female. It just really struck me that's how, how true that is, that, that everything about our lives is shaped by this reality. Uh, we are either male or female. We are either men or women, and um, and that's because God made us that way. God God designed us from the very beginning. What what is life? Life is male life and female life. It's not just generic, genderless life, but but all human beings are either male or female. And and so if we don't understand what that means, if we don't uh, think about the fact that I am a man and not a woman, or Candace, that you're a woman and not a man, and you don't consider what that means for your life, then, um, then you're really ignoring part of God's design. So the sanctity of life is is realizing that life is sacred because it's God's gift, and and this is an integral aspect of God's gift for us. Yeah, for sure. And uh, and when it comes to to men and women, uh, I think people uh, automatically go to you know what's your role. Or what what are we designed to do? So, and and just us talking earlier, you know, I think it's important to go deeper than that. To you know, what is what is man? What is woman? Uh, and when it comes to as far as design and, and what our roles are. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we we need to be able to say at some point uh, what is a man and what is a woman. Right, and uh, we were talking about this earlier that uh, that's just super hard to say, you know. Is it, it's, In some ways, it's very ultimate kind of a question, like, how do I define that? How do I even put that down in a concise way or define that for my daughter, um, for my son? Like, what is a man? What does it mean to be a man? What does it mean to be a woman um, without flattening it to some stereotypes, you know? Yeah, so I think, um, yeah, when you ask, when your children ask you that question, it really helps you think about it, right? Uh, Daddy, what does it mean to be a man? Um, And, you know, the first place we can go, the most obvious place we can go is uh, 
our our physical appearance, right? Um, men are generally going to be larger and stronger, and women are going to be um, smaller and uh, Peter calls them the weaker vessel. And he's talking about their physical stature. There, they're they're, they're smaller than men. Uh, uh, they're also uh, more beautiful <laughs> than men, and and so we have these physical markers that tell us we're different. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, it's obvious how different we are just just by looking at us. But uh, those physical markers point to deeper realities. I think um, so. A man being a physically stronger. Uh, person and and again these are these are generalities. It's not that there's, I mean I know there are women out there that could beat me up, you know, and <laughs> and uh, and so it's not like these are you know um, hard and fast realities, but but they're general realities about us. Um, but they tell us something deeper about about us on the inside, right? So Paul can say to men, um, act like men, be strong, right? Uh, act like men, be strong. So. So he's not just calling them to physical strength, he's calling them to uh, an inward strength uh, that enables them to have courage and to lead and to, um, and to face opposition um, and to stand firm, right? And, and, that's, and that's equated somewhat with manhood, uh, that, that strength. And then to women, he, he talks about uh, adorning themselves not externally but with inward beauty. Um, of godliness and a quiet spirit, and and yet he uses beauty to make that point, right? And he doesn't he doesn't say to men, cultivate your inward beauty, and he doesn't say to to women, um, you know, find your 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 strong woman inside, you know, like our yeah. culture does. You know, he's he there, there's something about those external categories that that is correlating with something inside of us. So I think that there are hints, at least in scripture. Um, from those passages that show us a little bit of what man and womanhood is. There's, and, and there's more than that. Um, well, and to... I think that, like, even going back to creation and the design of woman and the design of man, you know, that there are um, implications to draw out from, and I think you were saying this to me earlier even, like um, how a woman is she was designed as a helper, you know, and that doesn't mean that all women everywhere must help every man there. And, but, but what is it, you know, and, and then to be the mother, she was, she was the, um, mother of all, what does it say? Mother of all living. Right. And so like, just that those designs lend themselves to, um, I guess, deeper, aspects of what it means to be a woman to be a nurturer and to be um yeah so a nurturer having cultivating inner beauty um yeah yeah so if we had to kind of try to get a little bit more definite um you know uh, the roles that we do see i think we, we can trace them back to some realities about men and women so um Men called to be uh, leaders, called to uh, called to protect, called to provide, called to work, uh, does does point us to uh, a man as as someone who God has made uh, to be strong in all the right ways um, and to exercise that strength on behalf of others uh, and love for them and and women uh, as as helpers and as the the ones who. Uh, 
bear children and, and nurture the home, that, that they are called to uh, be cultivators of beauty and of, and of relationships. Um, and, and they're doing that, again, uh, in service to others. So there's an others-orientedness to manhood and womanhood that we're coming together in our distinctness to, uh, to do something wonderful together in, in our home and even in culture and society. Well, and I feel like our culture is just so confused and just fight against the good design, but they're missing out. They're really missing out on the picture and the beauty and the goodness of of the design God has made. And it really is a reflection of who they see God, you know, yeah. that they don't see he, him as a good creator, a good father who has a glorious design for the way men and women are meant to function, that it's good and beautiful, not a oppressive, yeah. um, whatever, you know? And I think uh, there is a lot of confusion, even in the church, I think that, uh, you know, people think that, uh, you know, we made this up. We made these roles up. But, I mean, it's, it's clearly laid out in Scripture what, what our roles are that, that He's given us. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, there's a, a flattening out. And it's interesting what you see. You know, it's, I mean, it's uh, considered feminism, right? It's considered uh, part of ultra-feminism today. But you see all these movies of uh, these, these women who are just... Uh, they're strong and they fight and they beat up men and uh, and you know that's that's you know look this is this is who a real woman is she's she's someone who doesn't need anybody else that's someone who who can protect herself and fend for herself and and while there's obviously um, you know elements of that that are uh, good uh, to, you know and right uh, it's still when you think about it there's a what, what they're doing is they're just masculinizing women in those in those moments right they're just they're just making them act like men have always acted so uh feminism seems to be really just about flattening out the distinction it's not it's not discovering what is a woman it's just making a woman just like a man has always been right and so um you know biblically we want to say what where is the distinction and to celebrate those distinctions um rather than flatten them out that's good. And I think like, yeah, more, I think more should be said about um, the beautiful design and less about, I mean, not that there, I think that more needs to be said about the beautiful design um, before we go drawing lines in the sand saying like, well, women aren't allowed to do this and women aren't allowed to, like, let's first talk about why this is good and why this um, displays the character of God and it's not about, um, you know, like, oh, men are better at this and women are better. at You know, it's it's like looking, let's behold together um, what God has decided is good, you know, and lean Let's lean into um, how he has designed us to function and seeing it as a good beautiful glorious picture and when we try to stray from that when we try to resist it and a fight um you know and and i think a lot of people ask questions they you know like women who are and i've been there you know who are strong and have leadership gifts and maybe even teaching gifts and they're asking questions like well, what does that mean for me like am i just supposed to like 
what am I supposed to do with that? Like, how am I supposed to lead, you know, or how am I, where am I supposed to lead? And do I just keep these gifts to myself because I'm a, a woman and they've only seen male leadership in a church be oppressive. And you know what I mean? So it's just, um, I feel like more needs to be said about the goodness of the design. And then from there, those implications be drawn out of like, well, now looking at this, let's talk about like where, where those boundaries are and let's walk together in that and equip you know women to to serve in those ways and men to lead in those ways yeah and we're not getting into all the uh all the distortions of god's design that we see but so much of people's uh issues with some of the things that we're talking about um biblically the bible would take issue with them uh God would take issue yeah. with them because they are distortions of his design. They're not his design. They are sinful distortions of it that uh, exist because of, of what's happened to us through the fall and our sin natures, uh, the way that we uh, rail against what he's wanted in so many ways. And so, um, you know, that we, we can't go into that too much, but just to say, uh, you know, we, we're, we're not commending at all the, the sinful distortions of manhood womanhood that that we can talk about but we're commending the design of god that was existing before uh the fall and those distortions entered the picture enjoyed a part one of our conversation with phil and candace moser on this very important topic of gender and uh be listening for part two uh coming out soon here on the scoop on life want to remind you of our website, thescooponlife.com. We've got blog posts. You can listen to our podcasts on the website, other pro-life resources as well. So that's a a great way to check us out, thescooponlife.com. We're also on social media, Facebook and Instagram. Just search for The Scoop on Life, and uh, you can uh, check out some of our resources we have on there. But we hope you join us again next week for part two of this interview on gender with Phil and Candace Moser here from The Scoop on Life.